Guys, I'm just going to apologize again. If you missed the last episode that we did on Tuesday, the quick tip, then I just want you to know I'm currently in Costa Rica without my mic to properly record this podcast. So the audio quality is going to be a little bit janky. So I do apologize. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day to tune in today, even though I might sound a little a little bit not as profesh as usual. So thank you for your time. And I hope that you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the More Than Just a Type podcast, a place where we explore what it takes to live your best life. I'm your host, Taja Cato, expert in type 1 diabetes and fat loss, entrepreneur, and lover of all things fitness and personal development. Each week, we'll bring you a tangible tool, tip, or insight that'll inspire you and empower you to take action, achieve your goals, and live your best life. I don't know about you guys, if you are big for Thanksgiving, if you're a big Thanksgiving person, I know everyone has their favorite holiday and I do enjoy my favorite thing about Thanksgiving because I honestly think that it's kind of a weird holiday in the States just because the whole like Indian and pilgrim thing I Googled at one time and I was like, I don't even know if I want to be celebrating this. But in Canada, I think that the holiday has more to do with like the first harvest of the year or something like that. I don't know. So I was like, okay, that makes sense. But growing up, we did not have a big Thanksgiving feast unless we were visiting family. But we would always celebrate our Thanksgiving on the fall equinox, which I think is September 21st. So we do our big Thanksgiving dinner then. And my favorite part about Thanksgiving is the stuffing. (laughs) That is like my very favorite meal. Um, But I hope that you guys are enjoying your holiday and I hope that you have a lot of time to just sit back and relax. And I guess at the very end of the day, like any holiday really is just about family, right? And spending time with friends and family and all of your loved ones. So that's all that really matters. And today we are going to cover the five key tips or steps to really just staying fit over the holidays because this used to be a time that I would stress out so bad (laughs) like you have no idea I would just I would feel so guilty for indulging for a big holiday meal and indulging on all of the stuffing and all of the delicious things because I felt like it was setting me back in terms of my fitness goals and I just want you to know if you are feeling the same way if you're in the same position I don't want you to worry about it like we're going to cover some things today that are really going to help you because if you have been consistent with your diet and your exercise then one day is really not going to set you back and I think that either way whether or not you've found it hard to stay on the wagon or not you're going to find these tips super helpful and so I'm excited to share them with you. But before we dive in, as you probably know already, especially if you've listened to the last few episodes, I am still currently in Costa Rica. I came here to for my birthday, actually, if you've listened to all of my my B-Day episodes where I was talking about my birthday, um, I came to visit my mom for my 30th birthday and I was I 
planned my trip for 10 days, but I decided to extend it for another 10 days because it's just, it's so beautiful here. I don't know if you've ever been to Costa Rica, but my mom lives on the Nicoya Peninsula and it's very, it's very relaxing and very, very just, I like, I don't want to come home yet. <laughs> I was not ready to come home. So I extended my stay. And maybe you have been somewhere like Costa Rica before, um, but it's so crazy because you guys like back, you know, back, well, if you're, if you live in North America or wherever you live, maybe not, maybe you live in Australia or somewhere really cool. Um, cause I know you guys listen from all over the world, which is really cool. So thanks again for tuning in, but wherever you live, I don't know what it's like where you are because in North America, where I live in California, you it's, it's so easy to stay up late and get up a little bit later in the morning and kind of be on your own time or, you know, like there's so much stimulation with being in a city. And I, I used to live in Vancouver, so Santa Monica isn't like as stimulating because in Vancouver you have the tall like sky rise buildings in Santa Monica it's not really like that but you still have all of the city noises going on and the it's always very light and there's a lot of light pollution and so there's always the hustle and bustle and here in Costa Rica like where my mom lives specifically I'm I'm sure it's different in San Jose or in one of the big cities but where my mom lives on the Nicoya Peninsula it's such a small town that it, it literally gets dark at like by 5 p.m. It's dark and then it starts getting light around like four or five, I think. But there's all like you're in the jungle. It's just nature all around you. And so you don't have all of the cars whizzing by and all of the sounds of your neighbors. All you hear are the insects and the if it's raining, you'll hear that you'll hear some wind, you'll hear like the animals outside and then in the morning you wake up to birds and all of these natural sounds and so it's my mom and her husband and I think all of their friends too they're like on the rhythm of going to bed at literally like 7 p.m and then getting up at like 4 a.m so you go to bed when it gets dark and then you wake up basically with the birds and so my body's starting to get slowly on that schedule now that I've been here for over two weeks but it's such a cool thing and I think that that's how we're supposed to be like as humans I think that's the way that we were created but it's so interesting to just feel the difference of what it's like to not have all of that stimulation and literally just like you be tired at 7 p.m. and like literally be ready for bed it's so cool so it's crazy and I've been literally too having I've been sleeping so good and so deep and sound whereas in California sometimes I don't really like I feel like there's just always a lot going on and here I've, I've been sleeping so deep and then I've been having really vivid dreams, like really weird dreams. And my mom, she does a lot of dream work for part of her profession. And so she's all, she always says like, what's, what happens in real life? Like what, what reality is, is first dreamt. She says something like that, which is interesting. But even if it's like a dream, cause I have so many crazy dreams, but even if it's a dream where like you're dying or something happens, that's not super good. It doesn't mean that you are going to die. It just means that maybe like a part of you is dying like there's some sort of change happening and so I have been having such weird dreams but I had a dream the other day that I was like trying to get back to my home in Santa Monica and the only way to get there was to climb this 
ladder that was like a rope ladder and I was climbing and then all of a sudden I was like up in the air and I looked down and I was like so freaked out and I'm like if I fall I'm done like and then I wanted to climb back down but I couldn't because there was all of these people climbing up and so I couldn't like hold them all up by being like hey guys we all have to climb down now (laughs) so it was such a like stressful and weird dream but I've been having really weird dreams I don't know about you guys if you've been having weird dreams too All right, so before further ado, let's go ahead and dive into this episode. And it might not be Thanksgiving where you guys are, but in the States it is. And so instead of dedicating this episode to Thanksgiving specifically, we're going to just dedicate it to having like a big feast and a big meal. And these tips that we're going to cover today are going to be really key to really maintaining your fitness goals when it comes to holidays. And if you want to lose fat, if that is your goal when it comes to fitness and you haven't already downloaded my free audio training and ebook, then go ahead and download it. It will give you 12 steps to losing fat with type 1 diabetes. And these steps are super simple and super actionable. So when you go ahead and download it for free, you will get these directly into your email inbox. All you have to do is go to diabeticfitnessworld.com forward slash type 1. And I'll also link to this in the show notes. So let's go ahead and dive in to this episode. Okay, so before we get into the first step, I just wanted to say if you have been consistent with your diet and exercise, and this doesn't mean perfectly consistent, like when I say consistent, I'm saying imperfectly always imperfectly because it's so hard to stay perfect 110 like actually you know what it you can't stay perfect ever what am I even talking about so if you have been consistent with your diet and exercise obviously there could be days that aren't 100% but overall consistency is super important so if you have been amazing keep up the great work and if you haven't then I would suggest just really getting more focused in that area and seeing what changes you need to tweak in order to stay a little bit more consistent. And this might even mean that you have a more flexible mindset instead of rigid when it comes to your training and your diet. And instead of thinking that you're messing up all the time or you're eating the wrong things or whatever, just give yourself a little bit more flexibility so that you're not constantly saying like, I'm going to start again on Monday or, you know, when you lose motivation, it can be so hard to get back on the wagon. But really, it's all about making your diet and your exercise fit with your lifestyle, not dominate it. So having a little bit more Uh, flexibility overall can really help a ton with that but consistency does matter a ton and so that that's going to be beneficial on so many levels especially when it comes to talking about these key things that you're going to be implementing because when you are consistent with your diet and exercise over a prolonged period of time like when you do have slip ups or you have a day that did not go as planned at all, say you went low and you consumed so many extra calories, whatever it is, like it's not going to make a big difference in the long span of things. So consistency, whatever that looks like to you is really going to help you just achieve your fitness goals so much faster. So I just wanted to say that first, but Tip number one is borrowing macros in order to hit your calories. So this is really helpful for if you are eating like a super delicious holiday meal and you are counting your macros, say you have a certain amount of protein, fat and carbs that you're trying to hit. 
Well, you can borrow some of your, say you're eating more carbs that night, you can borrow some of your carbs from another macro in order to still hit your overall calories for that day. It's not going to make a big difference at all, especially if it's just for one day. And so that can alone can give you a little bit more flexibility in order to stay on track because the most important thing when it comes to fitness and achieving your fitness goals, whatever goal that you have, is the overall amount of calories that you're consuming. So that is number one. And so if there's a day where you're trying to hit your macros, but you borrow some from another macro in order to hit your calories, that is totally fine. Don't stress on it. So that is number one. And none of these tips that I'm sharing are in order. So there's none that are going to be more important than others. They're just all super important and super helpful for you to know. So number two is having high calorie days and low calorie days. So if you are currently tracking your calories, you don't need to worry too much about overeating your calories on that one holiday. Because what you can do if you plan it out in advance is or even if you don't plan it out in advance but if you do say you start like the monday before and you eat a little bit less calories every single day then you can save calories and eat more on that one holiday meal or say today you're listening to this episode and you're like but taja i'm getting ready to eat my holiday dinner tonight and I don't have time to plan in advance to eat less leading up to my big meal. So what you can do instead is you can eat a little bit less the next few days. So say you are eating your big meal on a Thursday night, then you could eat less calories on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and that will give you more food to eat on this one specific day. So what you're basically doing here is instead of looking at your calories in terms of the day, you're looking at them in terms of the week. So this will give you even more flexibility to eat a little bit more food on some days and a little bit less on other days. And at the end of the week, if you're still maintaining the amount of calories your body needs in a seven day period, then you're still going to be on the right track. All right, now for step number three, we're gonna be talking about cardio. So this is going to be in terms of your, like if you have set cardio days that you do every single week to burn extra calories that are implemented in your current routine, or maybe you have a daily step target that you're trying to hit. So what you can do, if you have to, if you if all else fails and you can't really balance your your calories and your, your macros out accordingly, so say maybe you just have a couple of days where your blood sugars are absolutely insane crazy and you're like, wow, I tried to eat less food or whatever and I couldn't do it because my blood sugar was so low, I actually consumed more. What you can do is implement a little bit more cardio. So basically the key here and the goal here is to increase your energy expenditure so that you are still able to maintain your overall calorie goal even though you're eating more food during this holiday meal. And the reason I don't always suggest this right off the bat is just because you don't want to get in the habit of using this tool often in order to allow yourself more food because I did this back in the day and it can for some people like myself it can become a habit that is actually going to work against you rather than for you. So usually you don't want to just 
burn more calories in order to eat more food because it can be very taxing on the body over a long period of time. And it can be a little, a little unhealthy when it comes to your overall mindset as well when you're doing this. And this happened to me and I suffered some severe injuries actually in my legs from doing excessive cardio. And to be honest, it was, it was part of an eating disorder in general. So I definitely don't advise to do this all the time. But on one day like Thanksgiving, if you want to go out there and burn a few extra calories doing cardio just so that you can have more food that evening and still feel on track and keep your blood sugars better, go for it. Like that is not going to be detrimental at all. So that is another little tip that you can do if you want to throw in a little bit more cardio so that you can eat more food that evening, then do what works best for you. All right, so number four is training. We're gonna talk about training because if you have a set training program that you follow every single week, say you are doing an upper lower split or you're working out three days per week doing full body, whatever it is, then what you can do to stay on track when you're going away on holiday is you can work your programming in to fit your lifestyle for that week. And so if your recovery allows, you could say you're doing like four or five exercises per day in your four-day split. You could fit three days into four if you absolutely had to, or you could finish your training just the following Monday. You could finish off anything that you didn't have time to do that week. So that way you're still hitting each muscle group two times per week and you're still on track with your overall training. So that is one other thing that you can do in order to stay on track with your fitness goals. All right, and so the last step that we are gonna cover, step number five, is don't stress, just get back on track the next day. So when it comes down to everything, if you've been super consistent with your diet and exercise, one day is not going to make a huge, huge difference. Like just get back on track the next day because it can be really hard. And especially for those of you who are anything like me, it can be a little bit mentally challenging too when you're trying to reach your fitness goals and then you don't want to feel bad for over overeating one day, but at, in the long span of things, like one day is not going to to make a huge dent in your goals. So as long as you're, you know, not stuffing your face and your stomach, you're going to be okay. So just get back on track the following day and don't worry too much about it because that extra stress is not going to be so great for your fitness goals or your blood sugars. And, you know, if you can't make it to the gym to get your full workout in, like at the very least, like just do whatever you can. And when it comes to your blood sugars, like if you've been traveling, Try to get in maybe even some low intensity steady state cardio at the very least. Like that can help you a ton just to keep your blood sugars more in range as well and just, you know, make you feel a little bit better overall. And for those of you who haven't been consistent yet with your training, you're still trying to find that sweet spot to stay motivated. Don't worry about it. Don't let one day set you back because the most important thing is that you get back on the wagon and you keep pushing forward and that is what is going to help you achieve your goals and that is what is going to determine your overall success in the end. So don't worry, don't look backwards. The past is in the past. Just get back on the wagon and keep moving forward and you are going to achieve your fitness goals and maintain your fitness goals in the end.
All right, guys, I hope this episode was helpful to you. And I don't want you to dread the holidays or eating over the holidays because it's the time that we need to just celebrate being with family and enjoying delicious food. So just know that no matter what, like you, you can make your program fit your lifestyle and you are in control and your diet does not run you. And one day is not going to hurt you. So don't feel guilty. All right. Like don't feel guilty. Like I used to. And if you're following these tips, it will help you stay on track so much. All right. Thank you again so much for tuning in today and happy holidays, whether or not you are celebrating Thanksgiving. I hope that you have a wonderful day. And one last time, if you have not yet downloaded my free audio training and you want to lose fat this year or even next year, because we're literally almost into the end of the year, (laughs) go ahead and download the free audio training. Just go to diabeticfitnessworld.com forward slash type one, or you can click the link in the show notes. And if you haven't already, please do leave me a review. Let me know what you enjoyed most about this episode and what you enjoy most about this podcast. Because when you leave a review, it not only helps this podcast out, but it also helps out those other people with type 1 diabetes who are really wanting to achieve their fitness goals and are looking for all of the information that is going to help them. And maybe they are exactly where you once were. And so if you do take the time to subscribe and leave me a review. It will help this podcast reach those other people who would love to hear this content as well. Thank you so much for your support. I love you and I will talk to you same time next week.